Thanks for about that yesterday. Love I love pickles. Sauce. Love cucumbers. Relish, not my thing. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm cool with that intro. Yeah, that's how we always start. Uh, Maybe Mr. Pickles will listen. Maybe Mr. Pickles will listen. So, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you've listened to the show before, then um, you know that it's not very formal. It's a very informal podcast. We ramble. We ramble a bit. And this is what we do on our spare time. I just popped a beer. Jeff and I are both drinking a Hop Slam from this year. It is quite delightful. Uh, this is what I picked up at Rouse's yesterday. Lucky enough to find it in the grocery store. Yeah. So we're having a Hop Slam. And we should just call this show while we uh, wait, while we render, because that's what Very we're true. currently doing. We've just finished a rather large project that one day we will talk about in yeah. detail. Um, and and so we'll kind of talk about that a little bit and uh, talk about general production. We're going to talk about the Oscars, whatever else pops into our brains as we kind of go through it. So, you know, the purpose of the show has always been the same, which is just to have conversations about what's going on in the creative space what's going on in the world, uh, things that happen to us that maybe, uh, whether they're good or bad, <laughs> you can dodge and, <laughs> and fix on your own or uh, maybe be inspired by, maybe even, you know, change the world at your own tune. Or another podcast, I think, which will, could be a very large discussion into Mac versus Windows. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's another thing that's going that's on. That's a whole other episode, though. Well, maybe we'll talk and we'll tease it. That's a tease. So that is very important. That is something happening in our lives. That's actually a very relevant thing. So this it's, it's episode, relevant to everybody. Yeah, this episode is going to be part one of a multi-part series on Jeff and Drew hate Apple. And you know how we are with multi-part series. I know we only so. do one part. Uh, we don't have the best track record. For those who have ever watched our YouTube channel, someone was asking for the uh, HDR. Yeah, I got to get up the trigger again. That's the problem. Now. So anyway, one of the things that we're dealing with currently, you are probably, if you're a creative, chances are you have either been forced to uh, or are a fan of Apple products and you're using an Apple product. Not just your iTunes iPhone, uh, but you're probably using an Apple Mac product Pro, creatively. A Mac a Pro. Mac, yeah. Maybe a trash can. Maybe a MacBook. Yeah. If you're still on one of the colorful Man, I was iMacs. I the new MacBook Pros. Yeah. Good Lord, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Stupid expensive. So Jeff and I currently have in our cadre of equipment, we have a trash can late 2013, fully specced out. Yeah. It was a nine or ten thousand dollar, eight thousand dollar machine at the time. Um, it has two video cards in it. It's mm -hmm. pretty powerful. We cut three feature films on it. In, in is that we've right? We've cut a few features two, on it. No, we, three feature we've films. Colored. Yes, that's true. Four. I'm sorry. You're right. Three, three. We've colored three feature films on this iMac. Um, we've used it pretty regularly. A sh one short that's very close to a feature. That's true. And in the process, right? Maybe not of the actual time that it was, but point is, we've used some really. Yeah. We've used it for high end products. Yeah. Uh, we have an iMac. We have an it's old a late school twenty fifteen right. fully loaded out iMac. How many gigs of RAM does it have? Sixty four. That has sixty four. If you're a video editor or a creative person, After Effects or Photoshop, all that stuff matters. Yeah. Um, so you know all that. But if you're not, don't care about the stuff, just listen to the, the why we're leaving Mac portion of this conversation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not totally leaving Mac, but mostly leaving Mac. Yeah. We're like a happy divorce. 
This is going to be a happy divorce. <laughs> yes. We'll still see each other every once in a while and say hi. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we got the our, kids. We still have the kids. Yeah, All these the data kids. drives over here are our yep. kids. Like, and then we also have 2011, 2012 mm-hmm. iMac. I have a 2012 iMac that our, our dear friend Melissa uses. So that we are we can't go past what, CS6? No, no, no. We're, we're on CC, CC 2015. That's what it is. Yeah. And we, we can can't do, go to 19. We can't do High Sierra. It's whatever's right before yeah. High Sierra. So it's 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 at here. its brick spot. Really. Yeah. Upgrade wise, it can't go any further. Yeah. So we have those machines, and we've made a lot of money with those machines. We've made a lot of products. Yeah. We've made a lot of projects. We've been very creative with these machines. Yep. However, this particular project that we we talked about at the very beginning of the show, talking about one day we'll go into further detail yes. of why this particular project has has literally taxed our machines harder than four feature films. Or five feature films. Everything except for one project. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Only one project's taxed us farther. Yeah, Heirloom was, yep. like, brutal. It's the only one. Heirloom was the project that broke all of our lives. Yes. But this project has has taxed those machines. And the, and the challenge with this, and the reason why it's frustrating is, the client asked for, they were, they were a very technical client, so they asked for very technical deliveries, yeah. a very technical way to shoot it. So we, we ended up shooting at 4K, 60 frames a second, which is a very, it's not necessarily a rich color profile, yeah. but it's a very potent file base, yes. right? And this was it. For people that are in the cinema world, this is not DCI specs, or those are fancy ways of saying cinema. This yeah. was UHD, like what you would watch on your TV at home. And so 4K, 60 is pretty beefy. It and is. we had a delivery requirement that is massive, I can't give you the exact number. I'm going to give you a yeah. cumulative total of hours. So throughout a various number of sequences and projects, the cumulative total of hours is close to two and a half hours worth of content. Yeah. So the fact that it was all 4K60 is a lot of data. But the bigger issue is we could not play, on at least on my iMac, yours it did, on or my on iMac, can. on the trash can, yeah. we could not play back any of it in real time without stuttering. Yes which was brutally difficult to edit when and luckily this project wasn't super technical in some cases in some cases yeah, it yeah. was brutal but in some cases it wasn't super super technical edits so we could kind of feel through it right yeah so but still you have to put that amount of time wise right footage into one project right that with premiere kind of caches it all yeah, when it puts it and we also it. cut Premiere. We don't cut Final Cut X. Yeah, that's a separate rant. Why we don't touch Final Cut X? Um, I think it's a fantastic version of iMovie, personally. But I think one of the valuable spots in this discussion to remember is that you do have to bring all the footage into Premiere. Yes, because it is. It makes your project beefier. Yeah, which will help slow down your machine. That's true. Um, we are, our storage raids are Thunderbolt 2 because Thunderbolt 3 was not out yet. Yep. The Thunderbolt 2, it is a 28 terabyte tower. It is super fast. Yeah. It can handle it. So the problem is actually having, is actually happening inside of the, the Mac Pro. Uh, we were able to cut a lot of these on Jeff's iMac 2015 with, uh, lowering it to quarter res gave us playback. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not talking about, look, I don't think there's any reason. We've talked about this in, in detail. When I say quarter res, understand this. The output will be full resolution. Yes. We're talking about editing. And at the end of the day, I don't know why at this moment I need to edit at 4K full res. I just want it to play back 
in real time. Yes. So there's a lot of stuff when you see these reviews and and for Macs, for PCs, for Linux boxes, everyone's talking about how excited are they can see it in full res. I don't think that actually matters on the timeline. I, I just don't. No, it matters to find out if you have crypt focus in spots, but right. But you can pause sh- it. That and really the way that we do stuff and you scrub through beforehand, you don't really need to have that on the timeline. Right. So. I just I agree. I I don't think having full res, full playback. I, I don't think is it matters. Full, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think. I think that's more of a gamer mentality, and I'm not slamming yeah. anyone, but I think that's more. There's of a time like, and place for it, but it's there not is. every single time. And even on features, we del- I cut on that old 2011 iMac oh, yeah. four fe- five features on a 2011 iMac. Edited uh-huh. them with an editor, but we cut on those. They were proxies, right? That because exactly. that's how we did it back then, and yep. that's still the way that we almost have to go and I don't want to go that way anymore. I do believe technology is at a point where I don't have to play back a proxy I agree. anymore. I completely agree with that. Unless it's heirloom and that's a separate issue yes. from the content we get. But that that is a you already know you're stretching your computer to the max before you start doing it. Right. Uh, and we had to do it that way. Right. So we've cut all this content on these. So so I, I wanted to bring up the 4K resolution issue because that's not really a deal breaker. I would have been happy if my computer played back at quarter or eighth resolution. The, oh, the yeah. trash can would have played back. So the next step in our process in trying to fix this and make our lives slightly easier was to get a graphics card that was uh, Apple approved. Yep. So we went over to our local an Best AMD. Buy. Yep, an AMD card. We got a Ryzen 580 or something like that. I can't – not Ryzen, but uh, – I've been looking at too many computers. Yeah. But whatever, it was an AMD card. AMD Radon. Radon, 580. Yeah. That is supposedly going to work with the Mac. We have a Sonnet uh, Systems. Ex- Echo Express 2. Echo, yeah, Echo no. Express 2. 3. Thunderbolt 2. Yeah. Yes, but Echo Express 3, Thunderbolt 2. Correct. So it should have worked. It yeah. did not work. Mac did not recognize it. And I'll get to that point in a minute. So my dear friend Jeffrey at Best Buy... Which, if you're ever, you need a you need a Best Buy guy. I have the guy. His name is Jeffrey. You just got to come to Mobile. He's at the store in Mobile. He hands down the best sales. Was super knowledgeable. Walked me through the whole process of, of chaos, and I'll go through that side of it too. But so we we got the we got this graphics card. We put it into this GPU. We hooked it up. It didn't work. We did more research. Come to find out, Apple has decided to not enable uh, eGPU over. High Sierra, unless you have a Thunderbolt 3. So they basically said, my computer that I paid $10,000 for is a beautifully designed computer, but it's completely and totally yeah. a brick at some point. It is not upgradable. Yeah, you can't upgrade it. Right. Jeff's late 2015 iMac was before Thunderbolt 3 introduction. It went right which, before 2. I know. It sucks. So Jeff's iMac cannot use the eGPU. Yep. So Also Thunderbolt 2. Also Thunderbolt 2. So now we have to remove that from the equation. So there's only one thing left for us to do, which was consider PC. Mm-hmm. Now, you had a PC. Did you have a PC growing up? Oh, yeah. So what, what is your memory? What is your memory of a PC growing up? Because that's the last time you really... Big and clunky. Big and clunky. And... Blue screen of death. Blue screen of death. I mean, it's, it's right after I left the house. When I was living with Jennifer, I bought that... It was a big old Dell. Yeah. That probably had like 250 so, megabytes of, yeah. of hard drive space. It's probably a 486 that, DX2. Uh, that was just crazy. Yeah. Uh, had the CD drive and the floppy drive. Yeah. Or the small flop. 
I don't even remember the dimensions for it. Three and a half and five and a quarter. Yeah. I remember. Uh, maybe had USB 1 on it. Yep. It's been a while. Uh, but yeah, big, clunky, blue screen death. Uh, not really user friendly for me. Yeah, I didn't. I, but, not compared to Mac. Yeah. In high school, going back to the computer labs, we were all Macs. Apple IIs. Yes. And that, that started the brain processing for me in my head on how to organize stuff on a computer, I guess. Right. Because a lot of people, you know, if you talk to, like, Melissa, Windows guy, yep. Mac's hard because yep. he's used to the way things are done on a Windows machine. But being Mac people, it's much harder. Yeah, no, I, I totally... So, uh, mine was We're the same definitely thing. Out, of the, out of our element. When it comes to Trying PCs. to eject a drive, for yeah, instance. Yeah, exactly. The two of us trying to figure that part out. So, we... Uh, for me, it was Willie Beamish, which was a game that was made by uh -huh. Lucasoft. Um, it was Willie... I think it was Lucasoft. But it was Willie Beamish. It was a DX2. It was dial-up internet. It was clunky. Oh, it yeah, feels old and outdated. The colors were that of your grandmother's house. Maybe a prodigy system? A prodigy was involved. <laughs> AOL, You've Got Mail, yeah. uh, Star Trek. Uh, this is really nerdy. Star Trek, uh, 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 what they call them, sim rooms, where you would oh, simulate yeah. being on a uh -huh. ship. Uh, I was an engineer. I, all of those things, that's what that's what PC was for me. Yeah. And Mac was everything that it wasn't. Mac yeah. was awesome, right? True. And it came with Snake. And it came with Snake. <laughs> So that's kind of my recollection. PC is different now. I yeah, will tell you. Oh that. yeah, we've we've learned. Yes. So here's what we did with the fact that we didn't have a solution. Um, we knew we had to change something up. I can't work like this anymore. Jeff can't, so to speak. It's not so bad in color, but it's really bad on the post side. Both of us are frustrated. Yeah, because we, we both had to do post in Premiere right. on this machine. Exactly. And it's a uh, yeah, it has not been fun. We consulted our dear friend Jeffrey at Best Buy, yep. the store in Mobile. Jeffrey is amazing. Love him to death. One of my favorite people. He's about is to he have a, a baby. Is he a J or is he a G? No, he's a J. Okay. He's yet another Jeff in my life. That's a good one. That's three Jeffs in my life. Four Jeffs in my life. Yeah. One with a G. Five. He's OG. Yeah. Two with a G. If you go fake. Oh, G off. That's yeah. right. So, so five Jeffs in my life. <laughs> uh, anyway, long story short of it. Jeffrey was awesome. He walked me through a PC. I picked out a PC. I bought a PC. I yep. brought it back to the office. And we ran the following very simple, not scientific tests. I don't believe in benchmark tests because there's two reasons why. One, I don't know what those numbers mean. Two, Fair I point. still don't know what those numbers mean. <laughs> but we did run a disk speed test. We did run disk speed, That is yeah. a kind of benchmark yeah. test. And we both know how to... Yeah, so that's different benchmark. though. That's megabytes per second. Yeah. Giving me a we score of 13,972.7. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Somebody out there probably does. Anyway, so we took the PC, we hooked it up, we bought a brand new monitor, we did the whole thing. It was an Alienware because it was it was literally we, we bought from a box. From a game store? From, or yeah. from basically from a game store. From Best Buy. I yeah. mean, it's a, a gaming computer. We bought this computer. It had, um, it was an i7, 8700 uh, is the chipset. It had. Mm -hmm. 16 gigs of RAM, very important to note. Yeah. It had a GTX 1070, not even the top of the line card, yep. very low level card at this point. Uh, and it had an SSD drive, which didn't matter because we had external storage yeah. connected to it, which, which was, was a USB-C drive. Part of the testing right. as well. So 
Here's what happened. I took the exact same clips that were not playing in on my trash can. I took those clips. Not all of them, but just one section of them. Yeah. I took those. I put them onto a USB-C drive, which has a data rate of 10 gigabits per second. It's not huge. Put it on the USB-C drive, mm-hmm. lined them up on the timeline as if I were editing, and played it back. At full resolution, mm-hmm. 4K, 60 frames a second, I had four clips stacked on top of each other at one point, and I got full resolution playback. That's awesome. But more importantly, I got real-time playback. Yep. Real-time. There was nice. no stutters, no issues, nothing. And this is a computer that RAM-wise was less. And I know you're saying, oh, it's a processor. I get it. But there's no way for me yeah. to upgrade my iMac. Exactly. There's no way for me to upgrade my Mac Pro. There's no way to upgrade Jeff's Mac Pro or iMac. No. So we played it back. And it worked great. The render time, we did notice. We exported it. It took about... It's 46 seconds for the... No, 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 no. When we exported the, the other clip, the longer form clip. Not the not the, the thirty, 30 the not 30, the thirty second. Okay. I was gonna get to that yeah. in a second. Gotcha. We exported the longer longer yeah. clip, and it took like, whereas on my uh, my Mac it Pro it takes five minutes. Time. It took yeah, it took like two minutes. Yeah, whatever the clip length was. Right. It was very close. To it that. was like a minute and a half yeah. of footage, and it, that's how bad it was. So then we took some eight K red weapon footage, and some six K anamorphic red dragon epic yes. dragon footage. Put them on, and well, first off, we played 8K back, and we did not get yep. real time performance, which I expected. Yep. We did, on an however, 8K timeline. on an 8K timeline. So that means we have the highest resolution camera currently available to us. We played it back, and it, by resolution, I mean frame size. And we yep. played it back, and it didn't play, but at quarter res, it did. So at full, no way. Half, no way. Quarter, yes, it played mm-hmm. back, right? We then took that same red footage. And we dropped it, or we then we played back 6K anamorphic footage at full resolution. And it mm-hmm. played back perfectly fine. Did. We then took the 8K footage and the 6K footage, and we made it onto a 4K timeline, and it played back at full resolution. No, yep. I'm sorry, at half resolution, yeah. full speed. And the only thing that was a hiccup was the 8K. The 6, 6K yeah. didn't care. Right? 8K started the hiccup, and then once the 6K would kick on, once it would catch back up from its buffer of losing itself, it would... Play full. Full speed. Then we took all of this content. We exported it out as a ProRes 422HQ. Not a, not even that beefy of a file, but we took it out. Yep. Because uh, Adobe Premiere supports uh, export of, for, of ProRes on uh, uh, Windows, Windows version. Yep. We then took that into DaVinci. Yep. <coughs> Free version of DaVinci. Right. <coughs> what did you do in DaVinci as far as a grade goes? Uh, heavily graded the AK footage. Well, first put it on timeline, make sure it all play. And I played back full speed, full res, with no problem, honestly. Uh, the longer other timeline that we did, it would not play back. The 4K 60 stuff from the first project. Right. It was, still had hiccups doing that. But the 8K and 6K rendered out in 422 worked perfectly fine. Right. It uh, ran very smooth. Um, cut it into a couple pieces and heavily graded it using multiple nodes. Uh, didn't have noise reduction. That's the one test that still to this day have not seen even online from when we've looked at stuff when people are talking about DaVinci on Windows is using noise reduction and graphics cards to see how far playback. Right. Because everybody keeps... They'll show that DaVinci will play back full real time, but nobody's putting heavy-duty 
noise reduction or anything like that onto it, which most people are starting to use. Um, so we did all that. We played back, and it played back pretty decently. The 8K would stutter with uh, grading on it, but not much. Right. You know, and then once it got back down to the 6K again, it played fine. Right. Then we rendered out of DaVinci. And this is where our jaws hit the floor. And it was a 30-second clip that ended up taking 44 seconds to render. Out of a Windows so it's PC. it's true real, real time. Right. Out of a Windows PC with 16 gigabytes of RAM and a, and a GTX 1080, 1070. Yeah. So as an easy way to benchmark between the two, I took the stills for the grades that I did. So it's the exact same grades. And I took the clips and I migrated all of it from the PC to my iMac, which is what I usually finish on. Everything played full speed, full res, perfectly fine. Once I graded it, the 8K kind of stumbled. They almost were identical with the way they acted. Then I rendered, and my render time, the shortest render time I could get was a minute and 46 seconds. And so my, my render time it actually did double, it more than doubled. Right. It almost tripled. Yeah. So but playback wise, they're both. It were did triple. It quadrupled. Very close. Yeah. So the render, the the reason we bring that up is because render is time that is lost revenue. Um, we can't work on anything else. We can't whether you whether it's lost revenue from a client paying us. Yeah. Or it's or our own personal wise. life. Yeah. Right. Because I think time is the only currency that applies to everyone. And I think that's a very important note. It's if you're getting paid or if you're not getting paid, still. It's your life. Yeah. We're losing time on that. You always so, lose time. You can never gain it back. You can never gain it back. And that's very important. That's something we believe in. That's why we try and provide immense value for our clients and be as time efficient as humanly possible in everything we do. That said, this cost us time if you look at it. Now, granted, mm-hmm. it's only seconds, but it's 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 multiples that's for of a seconds. 30 second. That's a 30-second yeah, exactly. piece. And the number of times we render out a project is into the 10s to 15s, um, yeah, just a sometimes. commercial, if we're yep. just looking at variations. So then all of a sudden, you're talking about minutes. You're talking about, at that point, almost your lunch break. Yeah, but I mean, then you also have, for what we do, like we have one certain client that every single month we have one job that has to go in and then has to go out. And after seeing that benchmark, the amount of time we're wasting rendering... right. For just that one client. Let's be honest, though. It's going to destroy your Fortnite and your Battlefield gaming time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, for real, Fortnite's kind of over for me. <laughs> oh, he's on Apex Legends it. now. No. I can't get past training. <laughs> anyway, point is is that we actually like legitimately found a, a, a major difference between the two. So... We did. We have decided to let go of Apple. Now, again, we have to keep at least one or two Apple devices in the yep. office, uh, computers that is, because we have, I don't know, close to 100 terabytes of RAID storage and plus, yep. more than that. I don't even know what I'm saying. Right? That are all Thunderbolt 2 that are all Mac. Yeah, so there's all Mac formatted drives. So we have to keep those for our clients. But we are actually making the migration, thanks to a very amazing vendor I'll talk about and shamelessly plug in a second. Yeah. But we are making the migration over to Windows. And the reason we're doing that is I there's so much I love about a Mac versus a Windows it's not even funny. But it has oh, nothing yeah, to do with my creativity. Yeah. It has nothing to do with my professional career as an editor. It's little bitty things. I love the fact that Mac just works. Things. I yeah. I love that. I love that updates come in one clean package. 
Unlike updating this PC like, that took six hours. Like, but it also seemed like every time we turned it on, there was some other kind of update. Yeah, there's an update every Which five is very seconds. much like Adobe, actually. It is very much like Adobe. <laughs> I love the fact that Mac just seems to work, right? Yes. I can't talk about the viral thing because I think, I don't know how true that is anymore. I've heard that's changed with Windows 10 a good bit. Yeah, but also I am, Macs have changed too, and they're getting viraled. Yeah. Mac is easier to use. Yeah. The organization for, on for a Mac two is of easier, us, in my yes, opinion. It's way more easy. On mounting a drive is, is yes. in my opinion, the easiest thing in the world. Yes. On a PC, it was, we had to look it up. We did. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. It so, makes us feel terrible. Yeah, but. it does. But we decided that that PC was not right for us, so we returned it. Yeah. It and I'm sorry, Jeffrey. Yeah. I know you're having a baby. I know you needed a sales bonus. I apologize. I, and when I'm talking about Jeffrey, I'm talking about Best Buy Jeffrey, not yep. Jeffrey, the not craft Jeff. show Jeffrey. Um, but dear Jeffrey at Best Buy, I'm so yes. sorry I returned that computer and messed up your sales. But hey, we did keep the monitor. For I you. did keep the monitor for you. Um, so we have purchased a brand new edit suite. We'll let you know how it goes. And, and and this is a very honest statement. It is about productivity. It's not about coolness factor. It's not about... Because the case is no. not cool. No. It's not a gamer case. We bought a... a a new system from uh, Puget, uh-huh. which is out of Washington. Their sales team is maybe the best example of the sales team I've ever experienced. Um, it's a high quality company that they test every is component individually for editors, right? Or for fusion VFX artists, or for After Effects artists, or DaVinci. It's, yeah, it's made. F- they they know how to build out for certain systems. And well, here's the thing. What I thought was fascinating that they've done brilliantly. I think the guy's name is John Bach. But that company has given the Apple approach to PCs. Mm-hmm. That is, that's it. But that should be a metaphor for our businesses. Apple has done so much right. They have. Until over the years. Until they got too big to care. Yeah. But until that point, that's how we should be. We should be the app. Our business, everyone's business model should be the Apple of whatever your business yeah. is. Like you should think differently. You should think about the end user. You should think. And, yep. and if, like what we say, that's the story, right? Yeah. Our customers are our heroes. We are just guides. And if you consider that in every aspect of, of approach, whether it's your customer interaction, your customer journey, your customer relationship, your relationship with your clients, I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. Think like Apple where it is about making it the easiest way to use humanly possible until exactly you get corrupted by money. And I blame yeah. you get that corrupted. solely on Auburn University of Auburn. <laughs> no. It yeah, that way, is... It happened before. No, Trump. it didn't. It did. No, it didn't. The iPhone and the i the iPod, really, I think. The iPod's a game changer. Decline. It changed the world. No, the it did. The iPhone changed the world. But it made Apple go from a very specific client base I will that say they this. were I think aiming right. at. I think, I think Steve Jobs got arrested. Large, you're right. Was alive when they thing. when they completely neutered. Yes. They no, destroyed I will say Tim, Final Cut X. Tim or Final and, Cut. and Mac have done very little to go back to that first They're not supporting creatives. And if no. anyone believes that they're supporting creatives, that you are buying marketing garbage. Yeah. You might as well be eating sugary cereal that is, quote, healthy for you. We are such a small market piece for them now. Yeah, they don't care anymore. But yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I was thinking they're about. They're putting out three iPhones this year. I know. That but, by itself but, explains... But here's, what, but here's what I was thinking about. So... We told the story of, of PCs, what we thought about them, uh-huh. and Macs were cooler. They were the opposite of everything a PC they was. Were. If we you bought were a those creative when we started, right. you had to be on a Mac. Years ago, 
right? You were looked down upon if you were filmmakers, musicians, yep. uh, photographers, graphic designers. The people changing anybody, the way we yeah. view things yep. was on a Mac, right? Anybody that did art that had any type of digital technology. To if it you're a, was a, a Mac. if you're keying in crap into Excel, you hate your life probably. <laughs> yes, and. Maybe you don't. Maybe you love it. But you could hate your life. Yeah. And what would make you feel a little bit cooler? At least having a Mac. Having That's numbers. what happened. So you changed over. Yeah, no, I don't think it was numbers. <laughs> you changed over to get a Mac because at least then when people saw you at the coffee shop, maybe he's cool a writer. Person. But exactly. maybe he's a writer. Uh-huh. And instead, you're either playing World of Warcraft yeah. or you're punching in your timetables into uh-huh. freaking Excel or yeah. numbers. Whatever it or might playing be. playing Fortnite. That's the reality of it, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's no. I wear a certain brand of shoes because they work for me, right? Yeah. I went and bought running shoes that, that were. Let's see, what am I wearing now? Oh, Sauconies. I'm All wearing. Right. How are you saying? Yeah, I'm wearing those because they fit me well, but uh-huh. I also like the way they look. So I paid $129 no. for running shoes that I run in one day a week if I'm not feeling fat and lazy, which is 90% of the time I feel fat and lazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. I, look, we're all guilty of it. I'm just saying we're all... So Mac has become that. The problem is they lost yes. vision along the way. If they would have stayed true to vision, yeah. in my opinion... They lost their vision in that aspect because they refocused them. Refocused themselves they made, as a business. Yeah, they've lost the creatives. Yeah. So, again, this is a, another ad, if you will, but we got to throw them in there. And just to say this, if you have a chance, head over to Puget Sound. They're not paying us for this spot, but we did want to shamelessly plug them because of how awesome their customer service is. We absolutely adore it. They build amazing stations, workstations, edit stations. They build amazing computers. And if you're considering, like we are now, moving from Mac to PC, I highly suggest what they have to offer. I think it's absolutely fascinating. I spent hours upon hours doing research, and I I just can't find anything better that they put out. Now, I did look at building my own PC, and it would have cost me right around $2,900. I paid around $3,500 for the machine I got. That's shipped to my door. So $600 to save me the time. It's worth it to me. Uh, because again, time is the only currency you can't get back. And and Puget not only gives me my time back, they give me peace of mind knowing that it's going to work. They, they back it up with a warranty. You get a year on it. You can add more. It's fantastic. We absolutely love it. We're, we've departed that. Now, let's talk about that project. Because that project, as I kind of teased on it, that project was... Two hours and yeah, we can. Let's just say two and a half hours. Yeah, I can't say specifically. Two and a half hours of delivered content for a corporate client. Yes, brutal. And if I said corporate and it was like, oh well, it was a two and a half hour seminar, that would have been amazingly easy. Yeah, it. But it was. We weren't that lucky. No. And I don't. Again, I can't say the total total number of, of videos we created. No, it's quite a bit. Yeah. I it, it was it's an experience. We 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 definitely no. I loved it. I would, uh, no. I I'm not gonna, I'm not saying I didn't love it. Yeah, yeah, I have loved it. Yeah, yeah. I but wouldn't it was change definitely anything. Experience. Yeah, it uh it made us think differently about certain things going forward. Yes, of course. Which I Mac and Windows is one of that the project, largest ones. Yep, yeah, that project led us to this. Yeah, that is it. Also, kind of new. made us reevaluate how we are going to bid jobs. Yeah, it's another. Of us having to basically refocus again on yeah. where we need to make improvements. Right. And that is definitely one of them. Now, we were not, I, in fairness, I, I don't think we bid initially. We were not swayed by the brand name. No. 
because we talked that. about what the project yeah. was going to be. It's still on our whiteboard. Yeah. I can see it. It's right there. It is. And you can see the number, and that number has existed exactly uh -huh. the same. Ten per day. That's what it was. Yep. But it changed in terms of the project it it being a lot more in-depth than, than we yeah. initiated. Well, the project became a lot more fluid while, when we That's started exactly right. it. And yes, we are hem-hawing around it slightly because we're we are. not upset. We, have to. we don't want to we're ever not sound like we're upset. We don't want to give away who it is yet because we can't. It's not released yet. Yeah. But we, it is a challenge when you work on some of these. You'll have clients like that are really great clients that are also yeah. grinders. Uh-huh. The worst are when they don't pay very well at all. This one paid well, so it's oh, yeah. okay. It did. But when they're a bad paying client and they're We've a, gr a, a grinder, yeah, you got an 86 and pop smoke. <laughs> like that's, yep. get out of that situation. Like it's not worth it. Um, so this particular project was brutal. Uh, we had to approach our entire workflow differently. Yep. After the fact. Yeah. And that's on me because I bid the job. I got your oh, cons yeah. consultation, uh -huh. but we didn't but know. No, I know. We but didn't. I still had to bid the job. We didn't. Instead of color grading every clip like we yeah. normally would, we had to introduce a LUT system. Yeah, we LUTed and had the to post LUT right. the edit, which is a fancy way of saying we had to make templates. Yeah, for the color grade. The other big part, I would say, probably the largest learning experience of the whole thing. Uh, you and I both learn things, but it's it's from a reshift yeah. aspect. Melissa learned a whole brand new yep. ecosystem yep. lifestyle. Yep. Learned a lot of new stuff. And, and, and that's a good point because it's pretty fascinating from a business perspective. If you take an employee, or uh, I don't have, we don't have employees, but if you take somebody yeah. who works with you that's maybe not at your tier level and you give them an opportunity, you have to watch them. Yes. But given the opportunity, you're going to see somebody either shine or fail. Yeah. And you, you can make that judgment fairly quickly. Yeah. And in fairness to Melissa, and in transparency of the show, uh -huh. he started to fail pretty quick when he got all huffy and puffy. It was... it was When a client yeah. asked for to, to make changes to a video that he was editing yeah. in real time. So, like, we would shoot and edit in the same, same space. Yep. And he got huffy and puffy to a point that the client brought it up at dinner. Uh-huh. That is not cool. No. But... He saved himself. He saved himself. And in praise of him. He did start to crash. He started to, he cracked, man. He started to. Um, in he praise of him. He was starting to crash and burn, but he did uprise himself very quickly. He not only uprose, he blew it out of the water. I know he did. Uh, Jeff, I'm super proud of him. Jeff actually. had a prior commitment and had to go out of town. Yep. I got booked on a really big exactly. job that I was excited about. We both had to leave for the week and the leave him by himself. One of our biggest clients ever yeah. was left in the hands of our of our youngest editor and yes. he rose to the occasion like a he champion did. he was well, jason time, momoa's nipples <laughs> in aquaman he wasn't the full momoa but he was his nipples because you're gonna look at him well since you haven't actually you watched the movie him. how many times is his nipples in you're aquaman 100 percent correct I, I figured it is everywhere I even I, that's the one part we didn't talk about with aquaman with the whole classic suit at the end yeah the scales do you can still see nipples no, underneath you can't. that. Yes, you can. They they pull the whole chest muscle, nipple, everything. It still pokes it's through. Ridiculous! It is. It's absolutely uh, ridiculous. So Je Melissa was the nipples, but he's only the nipples. He's only the not nipples. even the chest muscles. No, he's not the chest muscles yet. No, because we still had to do the work to fix oh, it. But he did a fantastic job. So my point but in bringing the fact that we went five days 
right. came back basically before either one of us could even remotely look at it, really. And then they were all, at least, at least they were all edited. Yeah, in a good good enough form to work off of. Yeah, good enough to work off of. I would good say 90%, to start to the 90% of them, super quick. based on the sheer volume of what yeah. we're talking about, 90% of them were done correctly. Uh, yeah. 85% of them were done yeah. correctly. The rest of the changes came from the corporate client. Yes. So 85% for a guy who's only been cutting for six months is fantastic. Yes. So my point in bringing this up and why that I think that's relevant is uh, there's, a, there's a thing that we learned from a dear friend, Paul. And Paul Paul says it better than I do, but and he's right. Sometimes maybe he is a little cold about it, in my opinion. God love him. But it's, it's delegate, eliminate, assign. Uh-huh. And... And it's just Paul's personality, too. Yeah, it is. He's not really that cold. No, he, no, he's a very He just seems guy. that way. He just seems cold. It's just his... So you assign the project, whether it's to you or someone else. Yeah. You eliminate the project or you delegate it. Uh-huh. Uh, um, maybe it's ACT. Whatever. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's one of those. Point he's is... He's never going like, to talk to us again. Yeah, though. probably not. Uh, point is, is that we, we decided to delegate that job to Jeff, uh, to Melissa, and Melissa did a fantastic job making yeah. it happen. We had to, but we have enough trust in them to be able to do that. So I'm just saying if you're a small business owner or any capacity, creative shop, if you are feeling bogged down and you need a little bit of breathing room or you want to go take on another job, uh, it, it, it find the right person, test them first, yeah. which is what we did. We tested them on a great client, a really yeah, big healthcare very, client. Yeah, a very good client. But we were able Somebody to Somebody that's always going to give notes, right. but not hard notes. Right. And I, for his sake, with this, I he got working, hard notes, working man. with corporate companies, though, yeah. especially companies that want something that is very technical for them. Uh, you're always going to get notes. Yep, and always. And he did a great job. He did, absolutely. Super proud of him. But yeah, I you at at some point you have to jump into that, jump off the bridge, yeah, so to speak, and delegate to somebody that you hope is ready. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all you can but do. I mean, we we did test him for a long time. Felt he was ready. Yep, and you know it worked out. He's fantastic. I wouldn't yes. I wouldn't give him up for the world now. No. Uh, and now he's become his own freelance editor. Uh huh. Unfortunately, the downside of our business model of yeah. only having subs. <laughs> yes. So Jeff and I operate <laughs> like owners, even though we're subs of our own company. Yeah. Uh, he's a sub, and if we don't have any work, he goes and gets more work, and yeah. and sometimes we can't keep him. So it's a, it's a weird thing of, of this this sub thing, but that that's a separate it conversation. Is. Maybe we'll do an episode on. Um, I think it's the most effective Speaking business model that, I've ever I reached found. out to one to have coffee with. Oh, good. Another one. Oh, I good. think you know who I'm talking about. Maybe. It's uh, somebody that's been doing very good work on the on the interwebs lately. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. like that guy. I think we need him. Very talented. Yeah. Very, very talented. Anyway, so long story short of it, if you want to take away, if you, if you skipped ahead... Because we rambled too much. We have rambled a lot. We haven't Here's, even gotten to the Oscars yet. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about the Oscars. Here's the thing about the Oscars that's so fascinating. We discussed the Oscars in detail earlier. I don't care about any actor role. Nothing nope. against it. I just Honestly, don't care. I don't either. Because the Oscars don't... To me, personally, they don't mean anything. I'm all about the technicals. Well, here's what it is for me with actors and actresses in the Oscars. If you're nominated, most likely you gave a stellar performance Anyways, yep, all of them are stellar. Yep, that's a good point. So I mean, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. 
the technical ones are what make the stories. Yeah, I agree. And again, the Oscars are all subjective. No, it is. Right? You can play the game of what's going to win, and which yeah, we'll probably exactly. do here in a second oh, yeah. for the, the two categories we're going to actually oh, yeah. talk about. Exactly. We might need to pull them up because I forgot the other. <laughs> yeah. Well, news, news came out. Yes. Right? And yesterday. this is slightly dating us, but yeah. news came out that they were going to remove two. We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they didn't. Yeah. But right now, as if this recording is happening in current time. Yes. They are off. Air. They are taking off air cinematography and editing. Yep. Best film editing, now, best cinematography. I, I think that's a shame, personally. I, I do too. I would have removed short films. And a lot of personally. directors and cinematographers and industry people have gotten into an uproar over it. Well, it's, it's, Not just you and it's I. It's silly to me that makeup, this, makeup gets to exist, yeah. music gets to exist. None of it exists the, without a freaking picture. It's the same argument everybody is making as the one you and I are making. That like You have to have the picture to have a How is it cinema. a motion picture exactly. if there's no picture? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And the only way to tell the story of what is shot is to edit it together. Correct. So I think those two are... Honestly, they might be the two most important behind. I think you can argue best director could also be yeah. thrown into that mix as one of and the best picture. I think best picture is a popularity contest. That's personal opinion, but it is a I valid agree. way. It's a marketing tool, it so is. I can't knock it. Right? Best director, best cinematographer, best editor, even best sound design and stuff like that. I mean, it is best costume things. and makeup are very important. Oh yeah, all that stuff is very important, but. As we said, you can't have a motion picture right. without the motion. So Jeff and I, being very much visual guys, we looked at the two that have been uh, removed, or they're saying they're going to remove. Hopefully they didn't. Hopefully yeah. this podcast is completely screwed from this point forward as being highly Hopefully. inaccurate and garbage water. Yeah. But uh, cinematography and editing. Yes. Now, we looked these up. We watched all the trailers for cinematography. We did. Uh, I'm going to say that I think it's either going to be Caleb Deschanel or uh, I didn't think Matty Libatique blew it out of the water. I thought he did great. I did too. A Star is Born is not my jam. I, I think but Roma, uh, uh, Koran yeah. shooting Roma and directing Roma. That's, uh, he didn't shoot. He did. He's, he's the DP for it. Is he really? Yeah. Good God. Libatique apparently was a consultant from what I understand. On it with the picking out process and stuff like that at the beginning. It's one of his main DPs. But so there you go. So I think Krannis. Roma... But what I was trying... I forgot to tell you at the beginning is... Roma is based off of his own life. Alfonso Kranz. That's It's about a maid. From what I understand, I haven't seen the movie. But it's about a maid that helps a family. And it's supposed to be based off of his life experiences with his own maid in Mexico. Wow. So it's it's definitely a self gratifying movie, right? All the way through, and that's what I was now. saying earlier. I, I told Jeff when we were offline here. I, I said that I felt like the Oscars were a lot of uh, self gratification, like a lot of Ric Flair. Uh, it is a lot of Ric Flair uh, back padding. Yeah, woo! It definitely is. But I the biggest thing for me of cinematography was noticing how many of the films are actually foreign films. Yeah. Pretty, but pretty there are a lot of really talented DPs. Like Caleb is an extremely talented DP. So that who has been around for ages. Never look back or never look again or yeah. never whatever like it is. He's, he's up there with Deacons. Like, like his stuff is so well balanced. It's a beautiful a looking piece. Yeah, that that was the thing we noticed the most with it was how beautifully exposed. But Roma is just 
beautifully balanced. Yeah. The camera movement. So if you, Roma, you can watch right now on Netflix. Yeah, you can. And that's the other side of this equation that's then there was fascinating. The other, one, the other fascinating. It was Cold War. Cold War is a Prime Amazon. movie. Yeah. It's an Amazon yeah. Prime movie. Um, it's fascinating that two of the five are. They had to play in a theater to get a academy uh-huh. qualification, but it doesn't. A theater is Not all it requires, yeah. right? But if you if you look at Roma, you look at all of the cinematography. I think that's where the prettiest films are. Right? I feel like, yeah. I feel like if visual is a language, which is what it is, that's where the typically the best stories may reside. Yep. If you're looking at Oscar worthy yeah, films, yeah, yeah. Black Panther, yeah. in my opinion, although considerably a great movie to a lot, it is. Not an Oscar film, in my opinion. No. Stunts, I stunts, can see. absolutely. But yeah, stunts. <coughs> a and Star CGI, is Born, in my see. opinion, not an Oscar movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Not an Oscar movie, in my opinion. See, I, I still rolled out because it's a remake of a remake. Um. So, so there's a lot of like best picture issues that 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 are the only problem I have with with quantifying that category. Let's talk about editing. We went back and forth, but we both agreed upon Vice being the most interestingly yes. edited movie from an edit standpoint from it but not necessarily technical. exactly not necessarily the best movie in the category but is it does it but affect the, the storytelling yes okay so i think vice tells the best exactly. story it does right in terms of editorial yes like the editing helps tell which the story which is why it's very needed coming from be, the director of anchorman to be shown exactly yeah. to be shown that the editing does play a part Right. And how a movie is presented. I completely agree. And that and that's just like the reason we even bring up the Oscar side in this this conversation is just simply that by removing those two, that kind of to me is in line with Apple. That's the Apple mentality. Yeah, you're making a vanity variety kind of show or product. <laughs> is that not Apple? I know, it's the exact same. Instead of caring about, I the Oscars originally was a industry wide celebration, basically. Right. That has now become who was there and what dress. People don't wear. go see movies for. I, I will agree to this. People do not go see movies for cinematographers. No, definitely don't go. See they it for only editors. go see movies for maybe one to three to five directors, right? Yeah. They and definitely don't go for have, editors. No, definitely don't go for. They don't go for sound design. They don't or go costumers for your, or makeup exactly. artists. They, None of that stuff. They do go for the for the talent. They go for the talent. They definitely right? do. So every the, once in a while, you could probably throw a producer in there as well. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, uh, Scott Free, right? Scott Free is one of those. Scott that's, Free, people see the Ridley Scott. You know, uh, all but right. I mean, some of the directors that people used to go to that no longer go to. I mean, Michael Bay is a, is a, a meme yeah. slash joke now to most people. Right. But people people used still to go flock. see Spielberg though. Yeah. Not as much. Well, Tim Burton's a big one. People would go see a Tim Burton movie because it was a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. And then he did the same thing over and over and over to where nobody cared. Well, same with Gore Verbinski. Dumbo came. Exactly. Gore right. Verbinski is right. another one. And the same thing. So there were some directors. Gore wasn't like as big of a household name no, as Tim he Burton. he wasn't. I mean, Tim Burton's a mega. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg's a mega. James yeah. Cameron. You know, Scorsese. Yeah. There, there's, there's a list. Yeah. Of, of oh, no, there's a list. But... There's a list that it's has, dwindling. Has, yeah, it's I mean, dwindling pretty. The other fast. one I wanted to put on there really fast without going into any conversation about the guy is Woody Allen. Sure, that was one that people would flock to. Yeah, of course. Not going to go into that situation. Christopher but Nolan has changed. I yes, mean, Christopher Nolan. Dunturd is <laughs> the meme of movie set memes. Yeah, All right. Well, that, that's not really prediction as much as a, a, a statement uh, of what we're thinking about with it. 
Um, and what we just thought were the best. Yeah, I mean, it's just our to personal us, experience, technical so. best. I'm not going to make predictions on the actors thing because I don't. I, that's really hard to judge, in my opinion. Jeff said it best. Like, it's very hard all. To judge. If you're nominated, you put out 90 percent of the time. You put out a great performance. Yeah. I think the technical Oscars are where you can actually see the truest value. It also kind of sets the look for what you're going to see. Mm-hmm. So whatever wins is going to set the look. When Deacons won, we started seeing more Deacon yep. style work. Exactly. Um, if Maddie Libatique were to win, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot more docu-style handheld vibe come back, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, granted, it's beautiful work. Oh, no, but it is. If, but it is technically that style. If Roma it's, wins, it's I think you'll see more black so and white. Good. I think you'll absolutely see more black well, and white. I think the fact that it and Cold War was black and white, that yeah. you have two of the five are black and white, I think black and white is starting to make that move. But I'm also waiting for, and I think it's probably going to be this year that'll that it'll happen. I think you're going to have one of them be an Ectochrome movie. Oh, I'd love it. Love to see an Ectochrome movie. I have a feeling that that's going to push somewhere. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I think it might be end up being color reversal and black and white as the two new looks. Yeah. And Cold War was interesting. Yeah. It it's was black and white, but I still think it looks like a 1940s styled yeah, and I shot mean, that way. Just not my jam. It's just cleaner. Yeah, just not yeah, personally my me jam. either. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. And on this podcast, we have a very uh, prominent saying, which is the only thing regular about this podcast, po- Bobcast, Bobcast, podcast. It goes with Albertino. <laughs> Albertino. <laughs> Albertino. Albertino. The only thing regular about this podcast is. Our bathroom breaks. Which I need one. <laughs> this podcast is 100% sponsored by you. If you like what you hear, maybe throw us some cash. Like, just click a couple of bucks our way. If you don't, no big deal. We'll keep going. But we would love it if you threw some money our way. And then, more importantly, if you do throw money our way, tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us what you want us to review. Tell us what you need in your life that maybe we've gone through that we can, we can fast track it. We will shamelessly plug the episode named after you we will do whatever we can to make sure you understand that this is directed towards you we don't mind and that is shameless as it gets but at the same time we just want you to know that we value you so feel free to uh give us a little love with that dollar sign